My dear, dear priestess sister, Tanya, I am so, so honored that you are here and that we get to dive into this conversation together. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's an honor. Absolutely. Okay, so I just want to start right off the bat kind of with what drew you to sound and sound as a as a healing transformational modality specifically when did this journey really begin for you yeah that's such a great question so i you know i really think that it began as a little girl because i grew up my father was a naval architect so like not in the navy but like he designed boats and yachts for a living so he was a designer and but he always had a band on the side and so that was kind of like I think that if he could have made that his like absolute career, he would have. Um, and so I remember as a little girl, just always being around music. Um, and my father used to play at all of the VFWs and the Moose Lodges and all of those places. And so every weekend we were going, we were getting dragged to some, you know, event or something that was going on. And, and I think that it was always such Mm, like it was such a, a sense of in that moment with music I could process emotions that I didn't have words for I could all of a sudden if I would hear a song I would be like wow someone understands how I feel you know like with the lyrics of the words and so it was always such a huge part of my life and you know, I remember the first time that I had asked my parents if I could take dance classes. I don't, I, I don't know. I must have been like nine, ten years old or something like that. Because a lot of my friends were in dance classes and I always loved movement. And I remember my father was like, that's so silly. Why would you want to dance when you can learn to play the music that people are dancing to? And it was just kind of like, okay, you know, so I ended up playing the flute in junior high and like half of our garage was turned into a music room. And so, and I just remember like always my father, I mean, there being an organ and a piano and drums and a trumpet and all of this stuff that I just used to look forward to those moments of being able to just like slip in there and my dad would practice with me with my flute. I had a really awesome band teacher who would bring in like sheet music of the Eagles and different things like that. And so then it was fast forward to my college years, I started taking dance. So I didn't start my formal dance training until I was 17. And then I never turned back <laughs> and still, and that just became, I think that dance and music for me were really my first forms of meditation. They were my first forms of, you know, really being able to, like I said earlier, process things that I didn't have words for. And um, and then with the crystal bowls and the sound healing, it just kind of naturally came about through my movement practice and working with the nervous system um, in different modalities. And then I remember the first time being in a yoga class where the teacher played a crystal bowl and I was just like, whoa. And then I think within a couple of months, I bought one bowl and then that started everything. <laughs> and so that was maybe like five years ago. And then now it has really, it's kind of the basis of what I do. And the movement and the meditation is just kind of a part of that sound work. Um, yeah. 
so it's been a really beautiful journey um, kind of following those threads of music with myself. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. It's such a beautiful journey and it's a lifelong journey. I mean, truly, this is just, like you never knew a life without music. You just, it's, it's part of your entire upbringing and really to play in all of the different realms of it the different instruments and moving your body to the music and also creating the music kind of being on both sides and I think it's interesting that your father said that like oh play the instruments that people are dancing to because yeah. I, I feel like many people because I've had many friends over the years who were musicians or dancers it's it's been rare in my experience that I've had friends or known people that were both like danced no pun intended in both yeah. sides of that mm-hmm. so it's like you really that's an intimate relationship with sound. Very beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And it, I, I really, I, I feel like that kind of was always the backdrop for everything else that I did in the sense of whenever I couldn't find a way to process something, it would I would go to music or the dance studio. And then all of a sudden it's like things just processed without having to use my mental capacities, um, which was very soothing for me, so. Yeah, we've talked about that a lot because I've shared on this show and with with you, obviously, my struggles for relearning how to live from the neck down to really be embodied and to not rely so much on on intellect and and the mind and, and preferring the more ethereal realms. And what I really get from you and all of your offerings and just being around you is this deep just grounded earth like you just are so connected to to Gaia and really bringing all of these 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 teachings and these frequencies and this medicine in a very embodied accessible way because when we're dealing with things that are really intangible and that's as the case in my work too it's difficult to to translate that sometimes and I find that you you do such a beautiful job of that and I appreciate it so much Thank you. The bells ring. <laughs> bells ring. In that vein, yeah. I'm really curious because I've, I've heard you say before that Gaia, Mama Earth, is your best teacher and that embracing the range of, of the frequencies all around us is our most potent sound healing tool. And I would love for you to, to expand upon that. Yeah, you know, I can even remember as a little girl growing up here in Florida, we didn't necessarily have all four seasons like you would have up north or in another part of the world where we would have snow and then see all the leaves falling and all of these other things. But what I can specifically remember um, is that there were certain times of the year, like autumn and winter, I didn't have the language for it then, but that I knew that we could open the windows and the sound of the wind, the sound of the wind moving through the trees and the leaves, the brushes that were outside of the windows, the feeling of like watching the curtains blow from having the windows open. It was always so incredibly soothing to me and hearing the birds chirp and all of these sounds like waters growing up surrounded by ocean in Florida. And, you know, I can remember as a little girl feeling like there was like, this this 
drumbeat that I heard, like this heartbeat. And I never really knew, or even really even now, tried to figure out where it came from. But I really do like have this sense that there was just always this auditory connection to Gaia because I was never really the type that like would be gardening or getting out in the dirt and different things like that it was always an auditory connection to her and a visual connection of different places that I would go and whether it was like a babbling brook or whether it was a waterfall or the roar of the ocean there was like this sound that just really resonated with me that she holds everything and it wasn't until i got into like the sound healing in the spiritual community <laughs> that i started hearing about special frequencies and all of these other things that i was like wait what like i've been around music my whole life and never once have i heard anyone talk about like there's this one frequency or these seven frequencies or nine frequencies that we should be working with because i never had that experience with music or with Gaia. And so then I would start listening to some of this music that was in the special frequency ranges. And it just didn't connect with me because it was digitally altered to be in this specific thing. And it didn't feel the same way that I feel when I'm in nature or when I hear the birds chirping or the sound of the ocean. And so it wasn't until I I met one of my teachers in a gong healing training that I took with Mike Tamburo and he had a guest speaker, Thomas Anderson, uh, Thomas or Anderson, and he happens to be a, phys a physicist. And that was the first time like I actually got to see and hear about what actually happens with frequencies. And that I remember the first time I heard him say like a waterfall has so many frequencies, it's hard to actually pinpoint one thing. And I was like, okay, that just made sense. It felt right to me. And, and so that was like a really long way to say that she's my teacher in the greatest sense of not boxing ourselves into one specific avenue that just, yeah, I just feel like it's so constricting and she's so expansive. And so that's what I, that's what I naturally follow. Um, yeah. And so I hope that that answers your question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's, <clears throat> that's beautiful. When we try to box her or anything and recreate it, there's a certain sterility to it. It's, it's lacking all of that, that richness and the, the fact that she, you know, to continue to use Gaia as an example, she's holding everything at once. At the time of recording this, it is, it is late spring and here for you and I, and to the South, it's late autumn. So she's, she's holding all of those and everything in between. It's like all of that autumn, spring, summer, winter, all of these things are happening at once because they never, they never stop. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like, when I've listened to sound healings and some of your beautiful journeys, mm. you can hear as you play one instrument, maybe strike a bowl and it will continue on until it fades away mm. and something else will continue maybe at the same time and it will pick up because it started at a later time and it's just this beautiful auditory manifestation of of these intangibles, of these... these mm, these these parts that are, are being held and are, are living through and around us all the time 
yeah. like they, they don't they don't ever really stop they just keep keep going and going and going and I, I really really I love what you were saying about the wind and the ocean I'm a Southern California girl and yeah. in the autumn those Santa Ana winds would come in and they were so magical that was my favorite time of year just being outside in the warm breezes and hearing the leaves rustle yeah it's so powerful yeah I remember my mother, she used to, um, she passed away five years ago and she used to always take us to the beach before a hurricane would come. Of course, during that period where it's still safe to go out. And I just remember like the way that the ocean was roaring and the waves and the sounds and just even like, I mean, it just was so intoxicating and invigorating even as a child. And I remember Hurricane David and we were in the home because it was before for, you know, um, stormproof windows. So we had boards over our windows. You couldn't see outside, but the feeling and the sound of the wind roaring outside was just like, and to ever try to replicate that in any digital way, just, I don't know. I just, I guess for myself, like it just didn't make, it doesn't make sense to me because the most magical aspects of sound for me are are not are not in my mind they're in my body it's the experience that i'm having in the moment um and and so i love to be able to like recreate like i feel like like the sound work is like a painting just like layering one thing and like really listening really listening to what is that sound and where does it take us and 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 when it does fade and then what wants to come in after that and if i'm focused on like what frequency or note like it's going to ruin all of that it's going to just completely take me out of the moment and i feel that just bypasses the real magic of sound absolutely yeah. so I know that Gaia is your greatest teacher and the master sound creator. Mm -hmm. And I also know that you're really drawn in particular to the crystalline instruments. Yeah. And I've also heard you say and have experienced firsthand by, by being in some of your amazing offerings that our voice is really a profound tool and we don't, we don't need instruments as, as amazing as they are. And if you're like drawn to one, totally get one. I love my instruments. And totally. Totally. I have a new one on the way. And, yeah. and, and our voice truly is, is our most profound tool. So please, what comes up for you around that? I'd love to hear more uh, of your take. Yeah. You know, our voice, like for me, it's been a lifelong journey learning to use my voice and, um, and you know our voice like my voice is different from yours your voice is different from everyone else's like none of us have the same voice and there's such magic in that because there's like this calibration that i i, that I feel like my voice is perfectly calibrated for my body for my organs for my cells and when i uh even just hum or make the sound ah uh, or whatever tone or even if it's my favorite song it drops me directly into my body immediately and it gives this movement to energy um you know and sometimes i feel like like when i was a little girl my grandmother said to me that i really didn't start speaking until around like i don't know like maybe three years old or so and she would say that even when she found me behind the chair one day and the only reason she knew that i was there i must have been like two years old was because the dog rusty was sitting there like looking behind the chair and so she walks over and she's like you were just 
bawling your eyes out, but no sounds was coming out whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that, and and now that I like look back, and 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 now that I'm starting to like work with people and using sounds with our voice, I think, oh wow, isn't that so interesting? That even as a little girl, there was this journey that I would go on in learning to use my voice and learning to understand it doesn't have to sound perfect. I don't want to be a singer. I'm not trying to be a singer. I just want to use my voice to really deepen me into this connection with my body and to move energy. And it's just so incredible the way that, I don't know, I've always found it fascinating that our voices are so different you know, and, and like, no one has the same voice as me. And that's such a powerful tool that I feel like it just ripples. That sound just ripples through every cell of our body. And so no matter where we are or what's going on, we have our voice and we can just move energy, whether that's screaming in your car, if you feel like there's a lot of intensity that needs to be moved, or if it's just humming your favorite song or humming like the sound of the bees, um, there's just such beauty and magic in our voice. And I feel like that work with sound, um, just toning or making different sounds without an agenda of what it needed to sound like has really helped me in so many ways in really dealing with my relationships and my work and finding my voice in so many other ways, um, you know, than just using it (laughs) Um, in the sense of sound work, you know, to tone or different things like that. It's just interesting how it has rippled into every aspect of my life. Um, And I feel like it can really be a powerful tool for everyone to start to become intimate with your own voice, your oh, that, that vibration of your own body. Yeah, absolutely. That's so beautifully said. Our voice is so unique and is so rich with so many different frequencies and tones in and of itself. And even yeah. the way that we might sound when we're really excited or when we're really sad, And as really highly sensitive people like myself and like you and like all of my listeners and anyone in my world, we are so, to be highly sensitive is to have heightened senses and and we can pick up and perceive on the tiniest little things. It it used to drive my partner crazy and now he's just accepted it because I can pick up on just the the tiniest little things that nobody else in the world would probably hear or see. And to just hear those, those slight shifts in in tone or just the different whatever it is the slight little differences that are there mm-hmm. and ad- additionally that that ability to heal ourselves with our own vibration i love what you're saying about your voice is uniquely suited for your body and your organs and your cells and by sounding or humming to yourself it's it's amazing what you can uncover and what you can feel in different parts of your body and i think that this is actually a beautiful segue into what I wanted to get into next because we've kind of hinted around a little bit. But for so many of us that have experienced trauma and find that re-inhabiting our bodies is really challenging and we're existing from the neck up and kind of more in a fight or flight <clears throat> way of living, that sound, and especially when we have it coming out of our own body, really drops us back in. And I know that you love the nervous system. I love the nervous system. And sound healing is one of the best friends 
to the nervous system. Yeah. And we could have probably multiple shows just on our yeah. love of nervous system healing. Exactly. And I'm I'm just curious what what feels like it wants to come up today around the the nervous system and sound and voice and maybe instruments. Yeah, I think that you know the nervous system is so brilliant and I it's like I think the biggest thing is that we need to be gentle with it. It doesn't like loud things like coming at us. It doesn't like it doesn't respond well to even, you know, like deep pressure being like needed into the body. It's like if we can just take one thing away with our our relationship with our nervous system and how we approach our nervous system is subtlety subtlety and gentleness and it's almost like giving the nervous system a hug and going okay oh you've got me okay I, okay i've got you too and you know so i think so often we just we approach things with like all out force you know and and even with sound sometimes it's not better louder it's just it's not i think that it's like more subtle and you know my love of the nervous system really started um just with like my father has epilepsy um and then you know um my mother ended up developing a chronic pain disorder when i was in college and so i remember in my advanced exercise physiology class i did my paper for my lab on the nervous system and on the parasympathetic nervous system specifically and how to use different holistic healing modalities to help the nervous system and that would lead into a whole path that down the road like decades later would end up with a teacher sue hitzman who is a cranial sacral therapist and a neuromuscular therapist but she developed this technique to really work with the whole fascial system, especially the neurofascia, the connection between the sensory nervous system and our connective tissue. And that entire training shifted my entire life. Like everything that I thought I knew about the body from anatomy books or from pre-dissected cadavers in school, um, it was like, wow. It changed everything in the uniqueness that we are and the brilliance that is already here. And it just takes a subtle, um, it just takes a subtle approach to it. And I remember I spent 10 days in a dissection with her and her teacher who first introduced her to the superficial layer of fascial tissue. And that 10 days shifted my entire life because we literally spent the first day just exploring the connection between the skin and the superficial superficial fascial layer and then the next day it was like going on the next layer so we literally spent 10 days dissecting how all six layers are connected versus what tends to be in like the anatomy books is how it's all separated and it looks so beautiful and but it's really everything is connected in there inside of our bodies and you know to have six different cadavers and see that wow well, this liver doesn't exactly look like that liver because this person's different than that and and I feel like that just um, really helped to solidify my own um, intuition with I don't like loud things. I don't like um, a lot of pressure in different situations. Um, and 
Yeah, I, I was going to say something else, and it just completely, it completely lost me. So I'll hand it back over <laughs> to you in case you want to respond. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I get, I get way too excited about things. I know exactly. Well, wait. Way too excited. That's like way too excited by whose standards? You by whose standards? Exactly. Yeah. No, that, that training. That training sounds amazing, and what a beautiful experience to see everything in its like symphonic orchestra, and not this this kind of reductionistic view that we take on everything in in Western yeah. culture. Everything, like everything. A beautiful apple is not an apple. It's like how many calories and carbs and all that crap. It's like look at it in, it in its totality, in its whole, because that's where the magic happens. And when we look at the human body and the nervous system as so much more than just, you know, this neural circuitry in our brain, it's like, no, actually it lives in the gut. It lives in yeah. the tissues. It lives in the organs. It lives in the fascia. It lives everywhere. Yeah. And when uh, it's, it's, it yeah. with gentle sound, okay. it, it sound to me work in, in my own body, in my experience works in, a couple of different ways at once it's like getting getting you to just kind of sit down and be quiet and be still and and like be with yourself and then also the the vibrations of the sound itself i truly believe go in and work their magic it's like flower essences or any other type of vibrational therapy it's they go in and 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 redirect energy and and heal what what is needed at that time yeah, that's so beautifully said. It just it's such a it's such a, a beautiful way to enter into the nervous system and start to weave with it, especially when we use our own voice, you know, and that is so incredibly healing. Um, and it just, you know, I remember um, my teacher, Sue Hitzman, and she had she has this whole thing about the nervous system and like the parasympathetic and the sympathetic and um, the enteric nervous system of the gut. And I remember she said that the enteric nervous system of the gut, she had this whole story about it's like, you know, the five-year-old who is such a brilliant mind and his family, and he's the one doing the parents' taxes. He's doing the dissertations for his older brother, and he's like five years old because the intelligence that's there. And I always just thought like, because I used to really pride myself and like, oh, I know this and I know that and I studied this and I did that. And it's like the older I get, the less I want to like even, I don't even care about that because sounds I think has helped me really deepen into the magic of no words, the magic of just following and dropping into our body. And for some, that may be a gong, for some, that may be a guitar, for some, that may be singing, um, for some of us, it may be crystalline instruments. And, you know, so I think there's just such a wide um, palette that we can just explore. And it's just really such a beautiful thing. And the, the more that I deepen into it, the more I realize that the less I can be in my head about my sound work, the better. Probably the more magic that's going to happen. And how it continues to weave that that magic for you by mm. letting you continue to be more embodied and drop into your body. That's just like, that's what I'm hearing is the more mm. that you're on this journey, it's like, yeah, I know all the things and I've studied all the things and that's great. And I really want to walk that and feel it and not have it in my head only. 
Yeah, exactly. Because I can't experience the magic of it when it's in my head. And I think, um, yeah, it's always been a journey for me to quiet my mind um, and to kind of quiet the little voice that's like, you're not good enough, you're not this, you're not, you know, all of the voices that we all deal with. And I think that the more that I work with sound, the deeper and the more embodied I become in a way that was really kind of seated with dance and growing up with music, you know, before I started studying things. <laughs> started Before I started like, oh, I'm gonna take this class and that class and this class. And I think that the work for me with my instruments has really helped to remind me of why I always loved dance because I didn't have to speak. It was a, it was a clear embodiment of, yeah, allowing the intelligence of my body and my heart to guide my way instead of the intellect of my mind, if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's so beautifully said. Oh. So it, before we wrap this up, mm -hmm. I'm curious if there's any a practice or anything in closing that like spirit is just wanting to come through right now that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, one of the most brilliant things, because some people may not have instruments or you may, you know, uh, like we all have our voices. And I think that one thing that is really us into our body is just chanting a tone. And so why don't we just like chant the sound of ah. And so um, and one thing that I like to do when I do this, I like to put my hands like on my chest so that I can really feel the vibration. And really, it's like this connection of like, okay, like I am in this body, and that no matter what's going on, I have this body and I have this voice. Um, and so yeah, we can just chant for like, uh, just, you know, like a minute, we can just chant the sound of ah. And so just closing our eyes down. And just taking a deep inhale and an exhale with a sigh. And just releasing any idea of what you're supposed to sound like or feel like. And just let the sound of your voice with the sound of the tone ah. And just follow it and just feel the vibration under your hands. And inhaling. sitting in that for a moment.
And just noticing if that shifted anything, if that created spaces. And then take another deep inhale in with an exhale with an audible sigh. And then you can slowly allow your eyes to open and was delightful so, so simple so simple <laughs> yeah so simple so accessible yeah I think we're really good at making things super extravagant and complicated and just like simple I think simple is really magical yeah thank you thank you thank you sister so where can people find you and explore all the beauty that you're offering and creating um so you can find me at thedancingsoul.com um, i'm also at the dancing soul on instagram and facebook and yeah um I, I would love to see you somewhere around on the internet ethers and um you know just I mean, anything, whether it's guided meditation journeys or if you're looking to deepen your own sound work, um, I have a sound healing course going on right now. And um, yeah, and I would love to see you like message me, let me know this is where you found out and, and you heard our conversation and I would love to connect with you. Yay. Yes, go check her out. I love everything that she creates and I'll put all of that in the show notes. So that will be available tanya my love thank you so much i imagine that you will be back for more <laughs> i would just, love that thank you thank so you. much thank you yeah i so appreciate you and all the work that you do yeah likewise sister thank you for everything that you are creating and who you are and i love you so much i love you bye bye Thanks for listening to the show. I'd love to hear your feedback, insights, or questions. So head over to innerspark.life resources to find all the ways to stay in touch on social media, as well as a variety of complimentary resources to support your path, including a robust blog, free courses, and more. My highest passion is guiding sensitive, introverted, intuitive beings in the remembrance of their sacred spiral essence through realigning with nature and seasonal and cosmic flow so that they may live a soul-led life. If you're ready to dive deeper into the life-changing magic that comes from aligning with nature and seasonal and cosmic flow, I invite you to join the Root to Spiral Collective, where you'll be supported in community as you journey through the moons and the seasons with an eclectic blend of modalities to enhance your experience. These are ranging from shadow work, herbs and plant spirit medicine, plant-based holistic nutrition, seasonal living wisdom, ancestral healing, subtle energy practices, embodiment practices, expressive arts, and more. Again, head over to innerspark.life for all the goods. I'll catch you on the next episode. So much love to you until then.